We all have questions. Questions about faith, relationships, beliefs, politics, social issues, our planet, and God. But where do you go when you're done with cliches and starving for the conversation to ascend? What do you do when you're struggling to find connection within your community, within your church? Join us, Lauren, Danielle, and Jason, to connect, discuss relevant topics, and try to navigate living in the tension of everyday life as Jesus followers. This is The Outsiders Podcast. For a lot of people, this time of year always brings around feelings of nostalgia and bittersweet endings. For some of you, you're finishing up your spring semester and heading into a much-needed summer break. Um, others are going to prom or looking towards graduating high school or even college and moving on to bigger and better things. And some of you are like us and are adults with jobs and this time of year means nothing anymore. <laughs> but you can definitely remember what it felt like, you know. But for us, this year, this time of year does mean something and it does mean an ending because this is the end of season one of the Outsiders podcast. How wild is that? So for the last time this season, welcome to another episode of the Outsiders Podcast. I'm Danielle, and as always, Jason and Lauren are here with me in the studio. Guys, how are you feeling about recording our last episode of season one? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounded so forced. I know. Well, I, sorry. <laughs> it's so it's early in the morning. Uh, no, I'm I'm super pumped. But here's the thing. Like, okay, so going back to what you were saying about, you know, back when we were in school. Like, you remember staying up all night to complete that project or you study for that exam or, like, maybe you're decorating for a friend and, and it's, like, a surprise birthday party or something like that. And so there's this this element of you're totally exhausted because you've been cranking and cranking and cranking. But at the same time, you're also, like, super pumped, right, mm -hmm. for what's about to happen. Like, you know you're going to walk into that classroom and you're just going to slay that test, right? Yeah. Or, you know, when your friend shows up for the party, they're just going to have the shock of their life or the teacher is going to be amazed by your project. So, honestly, I kind of feel like that. Like, super exhausted. Uh, as you said, it's been kind of a, a long year of a lot of change and transition. We're starting a bunch of stuff, which is super exciting, like here at church with our Ascent Ministries and things. Um you could even we could look at the world right with uh, with the Derek Chauvin verdict and and there are things that that are happening where it's like a lot of energy and and exhaustion, but at the same time it's like one step at a time, right? And and I think one step at a time is is positive and and it's exciting. I am a little sad that we are recording our final episode. Um, I really look forward to the, you know, hour or two that um, the three of us and four, including Alan, get to spend together every week as we um, prepare an episode and then record it. And so, you know, although now I I will have more free time because we won't <laughs> yeah. be writing episodes and yeah. editing them and whatever. Um, yeah, it's a little bittersweet, I guess. Um, but looking forward to um, the break that we're going to have and um, rest. I think all three of us really, 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 really could use it. <laughs> Amen. Well, because that's the thing about when you study for a test or work on a project. It's all the unseen work mm -hmm. right, that goes into it. And so just like with the podcast, there's a lot of unseen work. Yeah, for sure. I definitely 
resonate with both of you guys. Um, I feel super proud of us because mm-hmm. none of us had any podcasting experience. <laughs> I mean, I think Lauren, you'd been a guest on a couple. Yeah. And I mean, Jason, you do the whole speaking thing a lot. Like for your job, I mean, and I just do it for my life. (laughs) I I just talk a lot, but I'm just super proud of us for, for doing this. Um, I think that sometimes churches can have a bad rap of saying they're going to do stuff and then Mm -hmm. not following Mm -hmm. through. And I'm just super thankful that this is something that we really followed through strongly on. Um, I mean, I'm definitely tired too and ready for a break, but I'm very hopeful for future conversations, whatever they look like, whether it's in podcast form or church form or whatever. And just really excited to still uh, be a part of the way forward and, you know, be a part of positive change and everything within our community. Mm -hmm. So on that note, um, today to wrap up this season, we thought it would be super cool to talk about our name, The Outsiders, how it came to be, our thoughts and motivations and reasoning, and how all of that has transformed in the last nine months since we first had our conversation about doing this back in August of 2020. So before we move into talking about our topic for today, let's just reflect a little bit on our season and this podcast journey, guys. Yeah, we've definitely come a long way since the first um, time that, you know, Jason asked us, Danielle and I, if we wanted to do a podcast. Um, I was totally on board, but also had no idea. No idea what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) What we were getting ourselves into. Um, And, you know, like we've mentioned before, there's been a lot of hard work that we've put into each episode. I think in every episode, our heart and soul, we've poured into it. Um, And I just, I want to give a very special thank you and a shout out to Ryan Becker. He's a good friend of mine and hosts a podcast called Absurdity. And um, as we were starting off with with figuring out what we were going to do, I called him and I was like, I need to know everything about <laughs> podcasting. And so he mentored me a little bit and gave a lot of good advice. And I think that helped us get off on the wrong f- or on the right foot, sorry, and and just kind of helped us along the way um, to make sure that the vision that we started off with you know, that we're like holding ourselves accountable mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. putting out good quality stuff because we did record some some episodes and then we're like, nah. nope. <laughs> yeah, there are a number, I think. Yeah. At least a, hand, or a couple that there, we recorded and we're like, yeah we're, yeah, we're not sharing that with the planet. Right. Um, but most importantly, I'm really proud of the conversations that we've had on this podcast. I think it's opened up my heart and my eyes to a different way of outreach, um, mm-hmm. especially in a pandemic um, and having hard conversations and truly digging into the scriptures and feeling more solid, at least for me, about what it means to love one another in all of the complexities that that phrase means. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think back when I had this idea and reached out to both of you guys, uh, Lauren and Danielle, for me it was, yes, it was during a pandemic. I have lots of conversations with lots of individuals, which I love, right? Because I think that's really important. But it was obnoxiously loud to me how much the church wasn't talking about a lot of relevant issues and topics. Um, and yet like people are starving for that. Right. And so 
that was kind of the the catalyst, you could say, behind thinking about something like this, thinking, man, like we have some phenomenal young adults in our community who are super competent and passionate um, that have drive and vision and want to be leaders and they want to make a difference either in the world or in someone's world. So, so let's do this, right? We don't have any excuses. And at the time, it wasn't technically even my job, right? I wasn't the young adult pastor. I just, there, there was a need. And it's like, man, we can have these, start these great conversations um, you know, around things that are happening, especially, as you said, Lauren, during the pandemic when people are feeling disconnected. Um, and so, yeah, so I just want to echo what you're both saying. Yeah, I'm really proud of us. I think it's it's been solid. We, we've definitely learned and we are continuing to learn. Um, but, oh, you know, oftentimes church podcasts, <laughs> they tend to be really churchy. And I think we've spoken truth and had honest conversations with biblical depth, Without, while being approachable and not overly churchy. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, we've definitely had our missteps along the way, and we definitely have not gotten everything 100% right. But I think the fact that we were willing to step up and do that was super cool. I remember when you first texted us, I was at work, and I was actually, it was almost the end of the day, and my phone just kept going off and going off and going off. And I was like, who the heck is blowing me up right now? (laughs) And I look at my phone, and I had like 17 texts from the two of you, and I'm like (laughs) scrolling, trying to keep up, but the text kept coming. And I was like, guys, stop. I'm trying to find out what's happening. And by the time I got to the end, you guys had already like gone off Decided, on this huge tangent yep, this and I happening. was just like I'm in <laughs> I remember was, that I think you said that That's finally. because literally you guys had already had this like massive conversation when I finally got to chime yeah, yeah. in I was like sold yep let's do it <laughs> yep sounds good <laughs> so we wanted every part of our podcast to be meaningful and that includes the names of each of our episodes as well as our overall podcast and some of you may have noticed that we name each episode after a song. And we have recently started talking about it a little bit more on Instagram and have made some less subtle references in some of our more recent episodes. But music is something that is super, super important and meaningful for all of us. And so it was a really fun way to incorporate that as kind of a little Easter egg in our podcast every week. Um, but that also played a huge role in how we came up with the name The Outsiders. And I remember that when we first pitched it to Jason, he hated it. That is so true. I hated it. (laughs) Yeah. I remember towards the beginning of, you know, trying to figure all of, all of this stuff out. Um, Danielle came over, we were socially distanced on my front porch, just brainstorming ideas of, you know, what our, our name was going to be. And music is like you'd mentioned is just so powerful for us. And so for me, as I was kind of trying to figure stuff out, just going through song titles and lyrics by artists that I really like that um, I think speak to the depth of my soul, Mm -hmm. you know, in their music. And so there were a couple themes I felt that kept coming out, not only in the music, but like what we wanted this or what I wanted this podcast to be about and kind of what my feelings were around church and community and the lack of conversations that, you know, we, we wanted, um, out of church. And, um, so the phrases and, and nouns and, you know, all that sort of stuff that kept coming back to me was like rebel, rebellious, even the word renegade. There's a Paramore song that just, was like my anthem in high school and like early college um, about just, you know, living life. And um, so as, you know, Danielle, you and I are like brainstorming about this. um, I think that 
the outsiders kind of came out of that from Mm -hmm. the need to breathe song. Mm -hmm. And I think that we were kind of going back and forth, like, do we want it to be named this or is there something else? So it was very intentional what we wanted to, it, it wasn't just like another name that would be another church podcast. Like we wanted there to be a lot more meaning behind why we were doing what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Renegade wouldn't have aged well because we literally would have just been a TikTok dance yeah. and <laughs> nobody needs that. But yeah, I remember, I mean, we, I think that we had kind of narrowed it down to some artists and bands that really were meaningful to us because for us, it was important. Like when we named episodes, not only that the title was catchy and, and connected to our content, but also that the actual song and the lyrics and the artists and all that kind of stuff had some kind of, or at least some level of connection. And so we wanted that for our podcast name as well. And I think that we narrowed it down to a few artists and need to breathe was one of them that we feel like their music, just their values, their vision, you know, who they are and everything like speaks to us and and spoke to us at the time. And so, yeah, I think at some point in our brainstorming, we landed on The Outsiders, which is a fantastic song. If you guys haven't heard it, go listen. But don't stop the podcast like Jason always tells you to. (laughs) Finish the podcast. But yeah, I think that was was definitely um, a lot of the motivation behind that. Yeah. And, you know, as going back through like our text messages and we're, we like text Jason, we're like, we came up with a name and we met about it and, um, he was not excited Mm -hmm. about it. And so we were kind of going back and forth, like, what about looking in or tension? And so that all came about what this podcast was about, but we needed something that was like a little punchier than, um, you know, like a very cliche church named podcast. And so that's kind of how we came up with all of the pieces of our episodes too, right? Is like the music behind it, the, the, um, what we do living in the tension of being a Christ follower and, and these topics. Um, so there's definitely intentional, intentional thought behind like everything that we've done. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a part of, for me personally, coming around and landing on a theology behind it and an intention, and really, it's not just the what, but but the why behind it. And I think that's what really got me to shift is really mm-hmm. the, the depth of the why. So as we kind of lean into that a little bit, like, so it's easy for people, right? I feel like to, to feel like outsiders, like uh, all of us at one point have felt like an outsider. But what for you guys does it mean to be an outsider? And like, is it okay to be an outsider? In true Outsiders podcast form, I went to the dictionary to find a definition because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we do that a lot. And the Merriam-Webster's definition for the word outsider is just a person who does not belong to a particular group. And I like that because to me, that doesn't have to have negative connotations. And I know that was one of your big hesitations about or reservations about this name. And I think that sometimes the word outsider does have maybe negative connotations, but I don't think it always has to, you know, being an outsider of any particular group happens to everyone. Like if you're not a young adult, you're not, you're an outsider to our young adult group at church, but it's not because we're trying to like shun you. It's just, you don't fit into this group because of your age bracket. Mm -hmm. Or like, if you are like, I'm an outsider to the pastoral team at our church, not because you guys hate me, but just because I am not one. Mm -hmm. So I think just acknowledging that being an outsider doesn't have to mean everyone hates you and no one likes you and you're so different and you don't fit in. But I also do think that sometimes it 
can mean that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that tension, you know, the in-between between those two things is kind of where in my head we fit mm -hmm. of understanding that sometimes, you know, it's, it's good to be an outsider and sometimes it's really hard to be an outsider. And there's this like beautiful tension between those two things where I think a lot more living needs to happen. Yeah, no. And I think at the end of the day, if we look at the story of Jesus, Jesus is like the ultimate outsider. Like when he shows up, he shows up to a, a young woman who wasn't married, right? Who's a virgin. Like his entire, the beginning of his life on earth was this context of an outsider. And everything that he said, right? Even the religious people thought he was an outsider. You know, everyone else who wasn't religious was like, oh, but you know, he's an outsider, right? And, and so I think ultimately, if Jesus was an outsider because he didn't belong to one group or another, that meant, you know, maybe because there are, he's connected to all these different groups. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we expand the circumference mm -hmm. um, so that there aren't all these little pockets, but it, it's just one larger community, um, right? And I think it's interesting, you know, he, Jesus wasn't just all about grace and he wasn't just all about truth. He's grace and truth, right? This is an outsider mentality where mm -hmm. it's like, no, you the normal society and normal churches and normal communities look at it like this, but I'm here to show you, right? And how many times do we actually see Jesus say that? Well, you heard Moses say this. He's not saying that Moses is wrong, but he's saying, but it's actually more like this, mm -hmm. right? So Jesus shows up and expands people's lens and, and their circumference of what love and living and community and even who God is. And I think really that's what we're all called to be. So it's actually a yeah. really good thing, um, yeah, to be outsiders. Yeah. And I think within Christianity, a lot, we do hear, you know, the concept of being set apart and kind of leaning into our differences. And I think that the experience or, or the meaning of the outsiders to us is a little bit of channeling that and understanding that our experiences as what has maybe made us feel like outsiders, whether it's in a good or bad context, can really help us contribute to the movement of the kingdom of God by by using those things to reach other people and to make different groups of people feel connected and to make our community really that, like a true community. Right. Because at the end of the day, while people may feel like an outsider, is there really such a thing, right? Like, no, we're actually all connected. In, right. We're in, all outside of something, right. just like we're all inside of something. Like right. there's, there's both sides to it for sure. And I think the most beautiful thing about Jesus was not only who he was and is, but <clears throat> who he used mm -hmm. in his ministry. Mm -hmm. And um, I think some of the most powerful stories that are in the Bible are of those that we can relate to because, you know, they're the Bible characters in these stories um, have so much humanity to it and, and, and to their story. And mm -hmm. so I just think like it wasn't, it wasn't the religious leaders that that Jesus put into these leadership positions mm -hmm. that he asked, you know, to to be his disciples and to follow him around and mm -hmm. and then, you know, preach the gospel after he died. Um it was people who were like publicly sinning and mm -hmm. the way that he met them, we talked about this last week. Um, about how Jesus meets us where we're at mm -hmm. and how he met so many people where they're at. And I just think like, 
yeah, if we're supposed to follow, you know, Jesus, then that's definitely where I want to be. And I want to make sure that what I'm doing isn't isolating people, Mm -hmm. but to see what's on the outside and to not be so insular about things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I just think, you know, to be able to expand your horizons and understand how other people function and the things that affect them, like that's exactly what Jesus did. And he wasn't just living in, in a bubble. And so to be able to, you know, like name our podcast and to, I think, follow that, that path, Mm -hmm. um, in the conversations that we have and the scriptures, you know, that we look to. um, I think that is super meaningful and makes me feel like, yeah, that's intentional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like when you think about the people in the Bible that you relate to, like it's the ones who are the same as you because they were different. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? Like a lot of the people that you're like, I get that. It's because you feel like they're the person who gets the thing that does that other people don't get about you. You know, like as much as we connect with people on things that are similar, we super connect with people about being the same in the ways that we're different. If that makes sense. I feel like that was a whole bunch of like double negatives. I I, I think that being able to like name that and see that like Jesus did that Mm -hmm. and see the way that we connect to even people that he used in the Bible because of that. I think that that speaks volumes to the fact that like being an outsider is not a bad thing. Right. And I think oftentimes kind of leaning into what you're both saying, like when Jesus shows up, he, he looks at their religious system and how they typically viewed, okay, having a relationship with God looks like this and it sounds like this and you do this on this day and it blah, 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 right? So everything was like very compartmentalized. And he shows up and he's like, no, there is no compartmentalization, right? It's all outside the box, right? Like it's, it's not all these different lives. It's one life uh, where you're growing and, and walking with God. And so I think ultimately that's, that's all of our call is my walk with Jesus, my religiosity or my spirituality. It, we don't compartmentalize. It, it's outside the lines. And um, yeah, because oftentimes even, you know, because the Jewish system at that time, they had these preconceived boxes as to religion and a relationship with God and how salvation works and how you relate to each other. It looks like this. And Jesus is like, no, no, it doesn't. It's so much bigger and greater. It goes, like I said earlier, way beyond the the circumference that we typically think. Right, for sure. So I think that something that I really want to ask you guys is now that we've kind of talked a little bit about, you know, like our, our origin story and just kind of what it means to be Ooh, an outsider I like that and origin stuff. story. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does the name The Outsiders mean to you guys? Yeah, I think I could quickly synthesize it through uh, when I went, I studied theology at this university that will rename nameless um, in the South. And it's a university connected to our <laughs> denomination. And uh, when I went there to study theology, um, I quickly realized, right, I, I'm going there, I have this this vision for my life. Okay, God wants me to be a pastor to make church better, to make it accessible so that people can realize that Jesus and the Father and the Spirit isn't weird and tyrannical. Uh, so I definitely felt like early on, you know, when I, my senior year of high school, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. However, when I go to this university, um, the people around me studying theology, they I quickly realized they do not look or act or sound or dress like me. And it was a little, it was a little odd. And so I 
I remember going to my professor, my uh, my Greek professor, who ended up becoming a really good friend and a close confidant, and I love him, um, Dr. Leatherman. And I went to him, and I basically explained my my situation, and um, essentially he said, "There are because you are different, or in the context of what you're asking, because you are an outsider." He said that means you will be able to connect and minister and serve and love people who these other people will not be able to, right? And nothing against people out there. I'm totally going to offend like somebody I know because that's what I do, right? But, you know, like everyone in the, in, the, um, in the program, they all wear like pleated khakis and, you know, their hair was just right and they wore polos tucked in with like little like cell phone holsters and <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about, right? And, and I'm sure someone right now is like, they're looking at themselves and like, oh, that's, that's totally me. Sorry, don't mean to offend you. But point is like, I'm not like that. And, and I, it just gave me perspective and I really appreciate that that little nugget of, of counsel that he gave me. He was like, no, just because you're an outsider, because you don't look and act and sound like that, doesn't mean you don't have purpose. and doesn't mean mm. that you don't have a calling. And so for me, the concept of an outsider is maybe, right, everyone at one point feels like an outsider. Maybe you feel like, no, because I don't match the mold or I don't look or sound or, you know, whatever, behave a certain way. Right. That doesn't mean you don't have a calling or a purpose or a role in this planet for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. You absolutely do. I think for me, most of my life, I've felt like an outsider. Hi, I'm an Enneagram 4. <laughs> um, but... But for for other multiple reasons, you know, my my racial identity, my gender, my religion, all these things in my life have set me apart in spaces where I've been in. And so as we were talking about who our audience was going to be for this podcast, I really wanted our our podcast to reach those who feel like outsiders for whatever reason, even if it's just a feeling. I was kind of getting tired of being a part of stuff that was um, so insular and just to the people who like are doing good and, you know, feel like they have community and, and all that sort of stuff. And I think really, I think the three of us felt like this would be a good avenue to reach people who, you know, don't feel like they belong in church or have someone or, you know, something to belong to. Feel alone in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I think for me, Christianity can sometimes f- seem to be this like really neatly packed box where everything has its place and it's really neatly organized and you fully understand where everything goes. But I actually think that it's more like a really messy closet where you put stuff in with like the intentions Mm -hmm. of eventually organizing it or like a junk drawer. And to be an outsider to me means that we're cleaning up the mess of Christianity, that we're doing things differently. We're, we're talking about topics that are uncomfortable um, and relevant and push us outside of our comfort zones because it's there where we can grow And there where we can name the things Mm -hmm. that people then feel comfortable and safe to talk about other things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's there where we get a clear picture of who Jesus is and how he wants us to live and love like he does. Yeah. 
I really like that analogy of the closet or the junk drawer because everyone has one <laughs> and it's like full of old stuff that you probably haven't touched mm-hmm. or has no use anymore, but you keep it just in case. But then there's also the new stuff. And then sometimes that doesn't fit together. And if that's not church and Christianity sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a way to organize it, yeah. you know, and make it and make it work. So I, I love that thought, Lauren. Um, to answer my own question, I think I've thought about this a lot, partially because I've had multiple people ask me about it. Because like we've said, I know that the name The Outsiders might give this impression like a us against them attitude or situation or like the insiders versus the outsiders. But for me, and I think for all of us, that really wasn't it at all. Um, a few years ago, a group of us young adults, and all three of us were there, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. A group of us um, from our church got to go to Catalyst, which is essentially what, like a Christian leadership conference? Yeah. Is that a good Nailed way of explaining it? it? Yeah. Yep. And it was in Atlanta. It was quite the experience. We drove. <laughs> there was how many of us? Like 12? 12. I don't know. Yep. We drove Faithful in a 12. van from Dayton, Ohio to Atlanta, and we got there. Our hotel reservation had been given away. We got no sleep. It was, we were all exhausted when we started. Anyways, what a, what a time to be alive. But we heard so many good speakers that weekend. Um, and my favorite of all of them came from Andy Stanley, who is a pastor at North Point Church. He's also a very well-renowned author. He's got some really good books. Um, but he talked about the concept of leading open-handed. Mm-hmm. Not open-minded, mm-hmm. open-handed. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard anyone use that term before. But basically, you know, we're, we're often so scared that our normal, our comfort zone, our thing will be taken away from us that we just close our hands around it as tight as we possibly can. And that way, anybody on the outside of our closed hands can't change it or take away whatever's on the inside. And in his talk, he spoke about the importance of leading open-handed, or in other words, having that thing that means so, so, so much to you, just sitting on an open palm extended in front of you. And it's so scary because literally anyone could come and take it or change it. Mm. But it's not ours to close our hands around. It's God's, and we're just holding it for the time being. And so for me, the outsiders felt appropriate because I so often have felt on the outside of other people's closed hands, you know, where people have just had that death grip because they are afraid of change. And I've also been super guilty of being the person that has closed my hands so tightly around something that I was devastated when it was what I felt like ripped away from me or taken from me or changed from what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, to quote Hamilton... (laughs) I just want to be in the room where it happens. Mm. I don't like being on the outside. Um, But I don't just want to be there. I want something to hold out on the palm of my hand for as long as God will let me have it and in whatever capacity that looks like. And the truth is, I think we all feel like we're on the outside of something at some point, whether it's church or community, friend groups, family, work, leadership teams, whatever. We all wish we could feel needed and wanted and included in some way. So for me, the idea of us being the outsiders isn't to separate us from the insiders. It's to unite us in the fact that we've all felt left out or just longed to be included in things that matter. We've all felt like outsiders at one point. And we want the outsiders to have a voice and a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. And my hope is that with this podcast, we can help anyone who's ever felt like an outsider just know that they're valuable and welcome and necessary and that they can be at the table and can have something to hold open-handed. 
for as long as God will let them have it. Absolutely. Yeah, Danielle, I remember Andy saying that and us having a conversation like immediately after it. And then also when we were, all three of us were on a a leadership team, we talked about it there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's just something that we've, in the the leading that you and I have done together, that we continually come back to this idea. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that we talked about on my front porch Mm -hmm. was this idea of, you know, if this doesn't end up being a good thing, then we're not going to plant our flag and fight against it. Right. Like we're going to follow the the natural feeling of of the podcast and if it if it works or not. Um, and so, you know, that's why the format of some of our episodes have changed over time. Um, and I just think to open our hands to God, leading us in our topics and the conversations that you know, we, we have every week Mm -hmm. is intentional about that. Right. It's, it's these things that are on our, on our heart. And it's not just because it's like a a buzzword or or newsworthy thing. It's because we sincerely care about the topic Mm -hmm. and want to shed light on, you know, the information or the person that, you know, has a story to tell. And I think for me, you know, hosting this podcast with you guys has been such a fun and rewarding experience, but it also showed me how I can lead in a space that I hadn't entered before and how untraditional this way of leading has been. Yeah. Um, And after praying and thinking so hard, maybe not thinking so hard, but just like, <laughs> definitely praying. yeah, there's definitely, there was definitely some thought around it, but it, it didn't take long for me to see like, this is definitely an opportunity that God is opening for me. Um, and that he could use me in a really special way and to extend our, our reach further than just in, in our direct community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So now that we've basically finished our first season. Mm-hmm. How have we either individually or as a collective podcast evolved and changed? Has the meaning of our name changed? What are our hopes and goals moving forward? Yeah. After we've taken a few minutes to explain and unpack the rationale behind the outsiders. No, I don't think our name has changed or the mission has changed at all. So I'm pumped to move forward with uh, another season, seeing what that looks like for uh, you know, not just for us specifically, for our community, but honestly for the planet as we continue to have those tough conversations. I think I think oftentimes churches react to situations mm-hmm. versus intentionally respond and be ahead of culture and situations. And so I'm interested in content, not just continuing these conversations, but then ultimately creating space for discussion and more engagement. Because, you know, as a... I forget that that uh, there's the enneagram. There, there are all these different things, but there, there's the color mapping, right? Color mapping. Mm. Um, that's a thing, and uh, I totally forget my color. But I'm I'm the one that is action. In case you didn't notice, so orange. like for me, yeah, orange. That's it. Yeah. I'm I'm like hard orange. So talking about stuff is good, but for me, it's like that's cute and all. But when are we gonna do stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so I would say. You know, if I were to, you know, wave a magic wand and let my will be done, I'd say, no, we would continue these discussions in, for the purpose of leading culture to a better place and space, but not just adding noise and voice 
and, and a conversation to a topic, but ultimately having more engagement so that, you know, more people are having a discussion and, you know, it's not even, you know, from both sides, right? We've talked about this in the past, right? Where sometimes it's easy to, you know, just kind of be an echo chamber. It's like, no, let, let's, I would love to hear from different sides and have a conversation go back and forth. But again, not just for the purpose of conversation, but for the purpose of action and making a difference. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, definitely. I know that for me, my perspectives and attitudes have shifted a little bit since we've started. I mean, in episode one, you heard me and Lauren share our hurt and our experiences and the reason why we felt that this platform was necessary. And I mean, even thinking back to that, I think how I maybe would have said things or explained things differently, but um, this has been a hugely healing journey for me. Um, I don't feel angry anymore about those specific things and the hurt about those specific things is definitely lessening. And now I just want to know that whatever we're doing is helping us move forward in a positive and constructive and, you know, even uplifting way so that we're really helping others know that we're united in this, you know, in the words of the outsiders by need to breathe Mm. on the outside, we found a home Mm -hmm. and that's because we're in this together. And I think that this podcast has helped us to find a little bit of a home in where we're all at in our walks together. Yeah. My experience um, has been just a little of the opposite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This last year, and to clarify again, when I reference last year, I mean all of 2020 and this current year. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been really hard for me. Um, I'm, I'm packing a lot in my life and seeing things very differently. And this podcast has unearthed some things that I wasn't necessarily Mm. ready to face. Mm. Um, But now I'm dealing with all of that unpacking that that I've had to do. And it's been a journey that I wasn't expecting at all. But like Danielle, it's been a bit healing as well. And I think I'm, I'm really in a space where I'm deconstructing a lot about not necessarily my faith, but more about religion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the old hurt that I, I had has been healed, but some of these topics have opened up new wounds that I'm working on healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think one of the most meaningful parts of this podcast has been reconnecting with old friends from high school and college who have reached out and said, Thank you so much for talking about fill in the blank. And that just makes me know that what we're doing is meaningful. It's impacting people in a positive way. um, And it's helping others heal and help address and give space to things that need to be talked about and shared. Um, my biggest hope is that we continue with the momentum of this last season and continue having hard conversations um, and continuing to create safe spaces to talk about hard t- things. Jason, I love how you talked about not just talking about things, but creating action. And I think that's um, the tension that we live in, right? Like, yeah, it's it's kind of easier to just talk about something, but to put that in action is an entirely different thing. Um, And so, 
you know, I want to continue sharing other people's stories as well, because I love being able to give people a platform to share their life-changing experiences, the good, bad, and the ugly, where our listeners can relate to or learn from them. Yeah. I definitely agree with you there. I think, you know, like the old and original hurt and anger that we were all just, it was all bottled up at the beginning of this. I think that has really healed for me. But I do think that we've really been able to open up and raise awareness of some other problems and things that we don't want to just complain about, but we want to fix, you know, and we want to be a part of fixing that. And this has made me really hopeful that hard conversations can exist. It's just a matter of making space for them, you know? Mm -hmm. So I definitely... um, agree with you. And I think that all of us are going to have different journeys to reconnecting or connecting our walk with church, with our experiences. And I'm really glad that we can all be in different places and still support each other through it as we have been trying to do throughout this whole process. Yeah. I mean, that's what community is all about, right? That we're not all along. We're in this journey together, but we don't all have the same experiences. So to be able to acknowledge that and and point it out I think is is really important and mm-hmm. I think an example of what being in community with people who have different experiences and maybe even have different values and a belief system than you that you can still do life together and there's still meaning in it yeah yeah and I think that's ultimately the goal and to be clear we do not have a perfect community right we definitely have our problems but I think kind of like I said at the beginning, but we're making steps, right, going that direction. And that mm-hmm. gives me energy and, and excitement. And so if, if someone's listening, you're like, yeah, that community sounds great, um, but I don't have that, right? Or my church is blah, 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 or, you know, whatever. Um, I think it's also Andy Stanley who says, your complaint is your ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you feel that need, like, man, my church isn't like that, or I really need a community like that, if that's the way you feel, I promise there are there's there's an army of others who feel the exact same way, and I would just encourage you to take initiative and, and to start it. And I would, yeah, I echo Andy. Your complaint is your ministry. Yeah, definitely. So as we wrap up this episode, um, I guess the last thing we want to do is thank you guys, the listeners, for being on this journey with us so far. You know, we hope that as you've listened to these now 21 episodes, that we have poured so much of our thought and time and energy and emotions and love into that you've resonated with some of what we've talked about. We hope that you've felt heard and seen. We hope you've been challenged and pushed. We hope you've been able to start some hard and important conversations, but also have some fun and lighthearted ones. Uh, We hope we've made you think. We hope we've helped bring some of these topics out out of the shadows and into the light. And most of all, we hope that through our ramblings and research, our thoughts and our questions, and even our missteps, we've been able to bring some connection back into this crazy world. Um, Our definition of what the outsiders means might be different from yours, but I mean, our our definitions are different from each other's. And I hope that through this podcast, we've been able to help anyone who feels like they've ever been on the outside see that we're all in this together, trying to navigate the tensions of this messy life while following Jesus and learning and loving together. So thanks again for a great first season and for all of the support, and we'll see you guys later. This has been The Outsiders Podcast. Special thanks to our audio engineer, Alan Clark, and a special shout out to our social media manager, Tim Coran, who's been doing all of our Instagram stuff throughout this season. Music throughout this episode is by Common Man Music, and of course, special thank you to Need to Breathe. If you like what you've been hearing, tell your friends. And if you'd like to connect with any of us, follow us on Instagram at We're the Outsiders Podcast.